our predictions for the 2021 USAPL Virginia Pro with the strongest 74-kilogram lifter you'll ever meet. Michael C. is in the house today. This is Chalk My Back. Hey, what's up, Mike? How you doing, Doug? I'm doing great. How are you? I just, you know... Big no, we're, we're chilling. Don't worry about it. That's, that, was a, that was a one-sided question. But I appreciate you asking. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Anas, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing great, man. Josh? What's up? Welcome. Welcome, Mike. It is great to be here in the land of the, the, the chalk my back. Yeah, I know. Did you yeah. ever think you'd make it on our podcast? Damn. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. So, like on I'm, the other I'm, side. I'm honored. Wow. Okay. Oh, we're honored. Anas, we're what are we talking about? On. Yeah, we're going to talk about Mike's upcoming meet in six days. He's competing at the Virginia Pro. I mean, I think like once you compete in that meet, you're officially a pro, right? You're a pro. Oh, yeah. Well, well te- technically, um, they're allowing top, I think it's top three from this past nationals to get their pro card as well. So I would have oh. earned it already technically. But yeah, nice. everyone that's that's competing in the pro is getting their pro card. So, it's, so, you, so that's happening. You are right? our first. He is our first pro powerlifter. Yeah, USAPL oh, pro. Yeah. Pro. Shout out catch. to our four forced pro powerlifter. Oh my god! Did you god. change your bio on Instagram? Yeah, you got pro powerlifter right now. now? I'm, I'm a we pro. Should. <laughs> 75. <laughs> oh yeah, sure the week I said 74, but you're not even a 74 anymore, technically. Yeah, well, technically. Is he, are you even competing at 74? Um, so in terms of weight, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything crazy to try to make weight or anything. Cause it, it would technically be 75 now and yeah, I could yeah. probably make it pretty easily, but really the main thing is just making it as low as stress as possible. So if I weigh myself like two days out and mm-hmm. I can make it, then I'll make it. But if not, I don't really care. So the meet isn't obviously in, it's in Virginia. Do you know like what, how the meet is going to be set up? How many flights? Um, are they gonna rank everyone based on points? It looks like only one flight with like a bunch yeah, of dudes so it's, and like six girls. It's uh yeah, it's it's two flights because there's um I think twenty six total lifters or something like that. So um actually no, I think it's twenty seven. So like fourteen in one flight, thirteen in the other flight, and like Abe said, it's going to be mostly men, but there's there's some women sprinkled in there as well. And it's going to be based off of IPF points. So there's no genders, no weight classes or anything like that. Um, and it's going to be, I believe, first through fourth paid out. So basically, there's really no reason for anyone to try to make a specific weight class unless, you know, you want to total a possible, you know, uh, national or unofficial world record in that weight class. So basically, that's how it's going to be. Well, that's so, interesting. It's a that's a different kind of USAPL meet. Yeah, yeah. I think the different. pro meets are going to be set up that way too. Like in the future, like is it is it going to be a, this um, this kind of setup for pro meets? That's a good question. Um, I think that they might be, you know, heading in some sort of direction like this because that that'll probably be the best way to. I guess, 
uh, take the money that they have as far as they can, since obviously they're going to be uh, paying out every single meet. So doing it like that versus having, you know, first through third in every single weight class, that money wouldn't stretch as far that way. So, and, and this makes things a little bit more interesting. So I think so. I don't like know for sure, but it seems like that this, they want to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how was, how was your training been going for leading up to this meet? Oh, it's, it's been great. Um, you know, after everything that happened with nationals, um, you guys know the listeners might not know, but I actually was dealing with an injury. Well, I, I injured myself, um, like four weeks out from nationals and that was in June. Um, what day was that? You remember what day we competed in us? Uh, it's June 14th, June 14th. Yeah. And I basically injured myself uh like three to four weeks out and it was actually during a squat and so that aggravated like multiple things at the time and we can get into all that later but yeah uh things have been uphill uh, since then and the whole training for this prep has been great so i feel easily like the best all around that i've ever felt before a meet mm-hmm. cool yeah because i know like i see your best meet was the collegiate cup um, actually, it's about to be like a year, like one year ago. Uh, once, like once you from from the pro from from the Virginia pro to that meet will be like one year. Um, like and that was your best meet. Like you totaled seven seventy five at seventy four, uh, and now you feel even stronger than that. So like it seems like there there are some big things that are going down. Like this this uh, this upcoming meet. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just being able to, you know, eat a little bit more going into the meat and not having to worry about cutting and all these different things and also just being much healthier now. Um, like I like I said, I feel way stronger now than I've ever felt before in meat. Yeah, that's 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 one thing I wanted to talk to you about is like the injuries and like how you came back. Um, I don't know if you guys want to cover the meat first or do you want to guys kind of go over um, like his – his training history and like how he dealt with like the setbacks and he came back. Nah. What, what you I mean, uh, it's, it's cool. I mean, I think yeah, like, I mean, this whole thing about the meat seems pretty interesting and I want to get kind of like, I want to kind of have that discussion regarding maybe our the thoughts nuts and bolts of the, the Virginia yeah, pro. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we can get Michael's, you know, input kind of bring him into our discussion about the meat. And then I'm really interested in hearing about what he's done differently what him and Marcellus may have been cooked up um, in regards to his training, but I would like to cover the meat. Cause I, I, I mean, I just want to kind of talk about it with y'all. Cause we were talking about it before we started recording. And like, I think it's, I, I, what is the, what's the payout uh, at this meet? Was it like 7 million? Something like that. What is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, eight, 8 million actually. No, yeah, it's, you um... get three homers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, but... first, first yeah, what is, is going to be, yeah, first is going to be ten grand, second seventy five hundred, third five grand, fourth twenty five hundred, and and I think he he's adding in a grand for fifth or something like and that. That's based off of dots, right? Is or is it like we're switched over now? There's there's no more 
like IPF and points. IPF points. Yeah. So, Still? so for this one, yeah. So for this yeah, one, it's, it's going to be IPF points. points. But I think moving forward, they're going to be using dots. Dots. Okay. So based off I- IPF points, which is like, was it you know, and and basically, it's a, it's a it's a calculation taken in body weight into account and the absolute weight to where like it's a ratio or something like that. Maybe female, male, gender to something. But it's it's basically like taking all things into account yeah. and spitting out a number and the highest number it's, gets first is that what they're doing it's it's a little bit more fair than wilkes like you know yeah. how wilkes is kind of skewed like you know like yeah if your total was bigger you'd have more of a wilkes score yeah was so that based this, off of some this... australian coach that had like sexual assault allegations too yeah <laughs> i never got a dm from that guy just allegedly me too allegedly as well yeah well i, I guess i don't know as why well. i said as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> like ipf points are also yeah uh yeah but so that's but is I, that that's how they're doing it though uh, josh from your uh understanding yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah it's it's supposed to take into account what like all the stuff you just said and it's supposed to be a little bit more um fair towards like it's supposed to take into account like the smaller and the larger weight classes and kind of give them like a chance to yeah it it equalizes the field a little bit more do y'all think that's fair do y'all think that's a fair like calculation i think that's the most i mean i think that that's the most fair way to do it yeah i mean i can't think i mean there has to be a formula i mean it's it's gonna be a little skewed regardless but like this is probably like the best way to do it for now so Mike, yeah, agreed. You're going up against like, I mean, some people that jump out at me. Not literally. They're in my. They're on the computer screen. I'm looking at, but names like Ray Williams. Uh, names like uh, where? Oh, where are the females at? Oh, there they go. Um, Jen Thompson, Dave Wilson, um, Charles Okpoko, copyright apparently. I don't know why he's labeled as a copyright on lifting cast, but so like there there's a spectrum of weight classes represented and, and also genders. Like I mean, really, what do you what do you how how comfortable or how confident are you in your odds of placing? Um I'm fairly confident just based on how things have gone. Um, because like you said, it is a very stacked roster. Like everyone there is going to be strong and, you know, everyone's going to have to come at their best and make attempts. But Mm -hmm. I think just with where I'm at right now and looking at, you know, what I have the potential to do at my body weight, you know, I'm, I'm right there with everyone else there. So I don't feel, you know, like I'm at a disadvantage or, or like it's going to be, any more difficult for me than it might be for the next guy. So, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm more excited than nervous. I would say. I want to I want to take a little tangent, if I may, real quick, Josh. So you yeah, know, we've we, we've known we've and Anas as well. We've known Michael for a few years, but my my first time hearing yeah, sure, ab- yeah. about Michael was through Josh because, if I remember correctly, oh, uh, yeah. y'all trained. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell the story, Josh? Yeah, sure. Maybe he'll remember it. Yeah, I want to see if he knows. But um, I remember I met this dude at Fitness Connection, Arlington. And this was around the time when um, Blake Lehu was the the 74 kg champion. And um, him and and Jazz were training there. And um, what is it? This this dude, 
I mean, Mike comes in, he casually pulls, I think it was like 585 or six or something like that. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you don't just walk into fitness connection and, and do that. You know, I was like, what, where did this guy come from? And I, I went up to him. I'm like, Hey, like, do you compete? Like you're pretty strong. And he said something like, Oh no, I just like, I do this for fun or whatever. I'm like, um, well, I think you'd actually place really, really well if you you weigh what I think you weigh. Like you could give the 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 dude on top right now like a fighting like a good a good show for his money. And he's like, Oh no, I, I just I like to just do this for fun. I was like, Man, no one pulls six hundred for uh, fun. Like nah, dog, who you does got demons. That? Yeah. You're dealing yeah. with some stuff. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like we're we're yeah. So that's how I met Mike. So Josh, Josh, you're saying so. that basically his success this weekend is going to be all because you convinced him to compete. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> I guess so. And I mean, he said he was doing it before coming to Fitness Connection. So you know, really? he, was, he was already strong before. Yeah. Mike, just just real quick, how long have you been how long have you been competitive in powerlifting, and how long have you been lifting? So I I did my first meet in August of 2017. Mm. And I've been lifting for about 13 years now. It's a long time. Would you say yeah. you started in high school? 13 years? I, I started in, in middle school. So can yeah, you, that's, that's well, me. you can't just drop 13 years. Yeah, you can't just, you can't just drop. <laughs> like, can you uh, elaborate? <laughs> like, what sport did you play? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, so um, I'm 25 now. So I started when I was when I was around 12 and that was, that was just like lifting with my dad, you know, in the garage, typical father, son stuff. And I, I did a little bit of, you know, like football and, and, and things like that growing up, but I wasn't too big in the sports growing up. Um, but I finally, you know, did a little bit more in high school. I did football track, I did a couple of powerlifting meets, but I didn't really enjoy it at the time because it was a quit. Like, as you guys know, you know, powerlifting is big in Texas in high school, but it's mostly a quit powerlifting. Mm-hmm. And and I wasn't as big a fan of, of that, but I did enjoy, you know, the lifting heavy aspect of it. And and I did I did just that. Like, when I wasn't playing sports, I, I enjoyed, you know, just – not just squatting, benching, and deadlifting, but doing a little bit of everything. And so that kind of carried, like, all the way through high school and, and beyond um, until now. Yeah. So you're saying we basically, in order to get a fighting chance um, for the 74, 75 weight class titles, we got to train with your dad for 12 years? 13 years? <laughs> uh, pr- pretty much. That might that might be the case. Okay. That's, the That's exactly what you said, yeah. Hello, Mr. Yeah. C. Yes, I'm here to train with you, sir. What? Who are you? And how'd you get may, into my house? I have twelve years of your time. Twelve years, please. Just just father and son stuff casually. That's dope. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Not that's us. pretty cool. Do you think? Uh, do you think Michael has a chance at placing this week? I'm actually kind of late looking up the rankings right now, but I think yeah, like with how with how his training has been going, and obviously like he's going in feeling healthy. And like he's not cutting any. I mean, he might cut a little bit, but he's not gonna cut uncomfortable body weight. So I think like he's he has like a really good chance at placing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure how high because like 
we have people like Ashton and I mean Ashton is like Ashton is the main one that stands out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ashton, but like from from second, a... yeah, from second to fifth, it seems kind of yeah. like anyone's it can game. Be like anyone's it seems, game. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why it's, are you it's... saying second to fifth? Who's who's a guaranteed first? I don't yeah, think it's guaranteed. I don't think it's guaranteed, but Ashton I probably do. has like the the best. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah my, come my on now. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying that? So are we agree? What I'm hearing is that Ashton is a very favored uh, first place contender. Is that what I'm hearing? And he's I mean, he's going to be competing as a 100 or what? What is he competing? 120. It's, I mean, it's he walks around. That, what, what did he walk around like a ninety six or something? Ninety seven? I don't know. What I, he I don't even that. think he's uh, a he, full hundred. I think he's a little bit heavier than that now. I would say if I had to guess, I think he'll be like a really really light one twenty. I don't I don't know yeah. if he'll weigh in at one hundred. He'll probably be like one oh four one oh five something like that maybe. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would. Hold have on. So, to. quick question. So, are they changing? They're not changing. The weight classes change starting January. So, like now we're still sticking with the old weight like with. The current weight classes. I guess so. We're still no. using IPF yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. they're they're gonna finish the year with the old classes, and then the switch happens on the first. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't uh, really so, affect you much. So. Yeah. So I guess like really what? What are your goals for this meet, Mike? Uh, so for me, the number one thing is to just you know have you know an eight for nine or nine for nine meet because mm-hmm. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. Um. As as Anas was was pointing at earlier, I don't, oh my God, dude, I don't know. What a, we didn't record, we didn't record bully, any of that. Honestly, like <laughs> we talk yeah, about it don't have any proof. all the time. Right? I have no proof. Yeah, yeah, but um, but that's that's really the main goal. <laughs> Other than that, you know, I've I've wanted to hit 800 for a while, and I still mm-hmm. do. But I wouldn't say that that's a main goal because it's like as long as everything falls into place, that's a given at this point. Like. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not the same as it was before, where you know mm-hmm. I I'd have to have like this insane day to hit it. I, I I'm confident now that even if I just have an okay day, I'll hit that. Yeah. So, well, your but, best but total previously was like seven seventy five back in twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 Seven seventy five. So you're you're stronger than that. You got you got twenty five yeah. kilos in the tank. Yeah. Especially yeah, if you so. don't cut too much weight, you should. That should be like an easy easy bag. Yeah, but let's, yeah. yeah so let's there's... let's keep jinxing it a little bit more too. Uh, you're, you're, you're definitely gonna hit 800. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, hey, there's no yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing can stop can stop you. But so you yeah. so you want to hit eight for eight for nine at least, and if possible, an 800 kilogram total. 800 kilo total. Yeah, and yeah. and also you know I'm I'm aiming for a top three spot. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Pay for that that plane ticket home. Okay, so, so with the with the uh, eight hundred kilo total, how much how many IPF points would that give you? Have you done the math on that? So, so I'm looking it up, if you're like at seventy six kilos, I mean, let's say like you walk you walk in at seventy six, and you total eight hundred, that will give you one fifteen point eighty four points. Oh, that's pretty good. Which is. Like that's very competitive. I think you need that's, that's very competitive. Yeah, obviously, like one, tw- like if you get close to one twenty, I think like that will be kind of guaranteed, like yeah. first spot. I mean, I think like Ashton had one meet where he uh, got a one twenty, one twenty points. Yeah, the Virginia winter record mm-hmm. that was like twenty twenty uh, eleven mm-hmm. November twenty twenty twenty. He hit one hundred and twenty 
uh, IPF points, which I'm looking at like that compared to Michael's, uh, you know, collegiate cup uh, and Texas Open, whatever. Like, I don't know. I mean, y'all, y'all say Ashton has a guaranteed, you know, first place, but I mean, of 113 no, no, I- to 120, that doesn't seem like a big deficit. Well, with points, they're a little bit different. They're not like Wilkes. Like with every point, it's actually a big, like yeah. you need to increase like a good amount on your total to to mm-hmm. gain a point. Um, yeah, like one IPF yeah. we lift points. Yeah, like like when I I've when I was doing the calculations of like what I would hit at different body weights. Yeah, it's like a key, a kilo is is like almost a, a fifteen kilo difference in the total. Like like in terms of hitting the same IPF points. So a point is equal to uh, each point is equivalent to about a kilos worth onto your total. Okay. Oh, you said one point is equal about fifteen kilos. Oh, fifteen kilos. Yeah, it, it oh. takes quite a bit to raise your Damn. your points by one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you are gonna you're gonna increase yours by twenty five kilos though. Well, we don't know. I mean, it's, that's that's like what are you saying? Like if <laughs> if his, world, yeah. if he yeah. if he hits yeah. attempts, like he'll definitely be at eight hundred or more. Look, um, is it so bad like that, that I just want Michael to win? Are y'all like? Is that can can we just put some Christmas oh, cheer he, into this? He, he's gonna win. He We're just okay. trying to decide which one he's gonna win at. You know, yes, he's gonna yes. win. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. That's all I need. Okay, but yeah, of course, I don't, I don't, I don't think Ashton is guaranteed to win. Um, obviously, like if he like if he if he misses like a lift here and there, and especially yeah. with Ashton, since he's handling like he's squatting like eight hundred plus, deadlifting like eight hundred plus too. Um, like those lifts can get more, they're more, um, like they're more, uh, they're not as predictable. Like they're mm-hmm. not, things can go wrong with like, with those kind of weights more often than with someone who's lifting like 600, 700. So, I mean, it can go any way. Like if Ashton, um, misses a couple of lifts here, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. someone can jump in and take his spot. Has Ray Williams competed in a meet? Well, I'm not. I'm not asking, but I'm kind of saying I don't think Ray Williams has competed in a meet where they've done the IPF point um, calculation. Because all I'm seeing on his uh, lifting database numbers are Wilkes. So, yeah, he hasn't in, in a while. Yeah, I'm not sure how Ray Williams' training has been going. Uh, it's kind of yeah, kind of yeah, hard to tell. I. I think he's been focusing on other things too. Yeah, he's got. Didn't yeah. he get married recently? Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been doing other stuff than, mm-hmm. or at least that's what his his social media has been showing. What are the but, odds that a female athlete um breaks into the top five? What do y'all think? Yeah, we have. Oh, I mean, it, Samantha, Jen, yeah, Sam is strong. Dude, Sam is and, uh, like the champion. She's yeah. I know, like I want I want to see what her points are actually. Yeah. And and maybe yeah, if she, Jen doesn't have to cut weight, she'll bench mm-hmm. something like nutty. Yeah, but beforehand, before they dropped out, you know, Danny and Heather and Amanda, all three of them had, you know, a good chance at hitting top three. But now that they're all out of it, it's a little bit less competitive on that side. But but, but they do still have a couple that can hit the top five. So I'm yeah. curious then, uh, from your perspective, do you think um, competing in this meet, Mike, is – you know, do you think it's worth it if, like, you you as an athlete, if you're kind of like your biggest competitors aren't there, um, 
like is it is it worth it at that point i guess i'm trying i guess i'm trying to put my, myself into the perspective of like a female athlete and being like man like these these top level athletes dropped out should i still do it you know um so for me you know b- before like when, when i first got into the meet i was really looking forward to going against like me of course every everyone that's already you yeah of course yeah, you yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone, of course, everyone who was already on the roster, but Taylor was supposed to do it originally. And I, I was looking forward to doing that, you know, not necessarily beating him, but seeing like how close I could get and things like that. And then after he dropped out, like it was, it was kind of initially, Dis- I was like, man, I, I wanted to um, a little bit. Well, not the disheartening wouldn't be the word. It was like, I don't know what word it would be, but it was kind of like, man. But then I thought about it, and I was like, "That makes it a little bit easier for me to pick up Get one of these checks." So, hey, just <laughs> kind of walk in there, scoop up the check, say hello, how you doing? Secure the bag and leave. Yeah, <laughs> maybe get your name mispronounced a few times, and then just dip out. Yeah, at least three times. That's at least three times. I'm seeing here that, like that's, that's one of my goals. That's one of your goals, <laughs> Michael C. Uh, so like Daniela Mello, I'm seeing like her points. From some of her best meets, like one six, one fifteen. Ray Williams, if he comes in weighing one twenty and he, you know, totals eleven hundred, he has one hundred and twenty points, one hundred twenty seven points. So like, I don't know. It seems I, I, I guess these Hold IPF on, Ray Williams points, is a one twenty. Ray Williams is one twenty plus from one twenty. One twenty plus. I know that, yeah. but if he uh, hypothetically, okay. if he comes in weighing one twenty, even if he weighs one forty, um, he'd still get one hundred and twenty <laughs> points. What, what if he? What if he weighs in at seventy four? Yeah, what if he weighs in at seventy four? That's a good question. That's a grand. Does anybody know how heavy Ray Ray William Ray William? Uh, in, in his Williams peak, actually competes. Not his. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess just in general, like in average. When, like in when he was the strongest. I mean, when he was the strongest, he was he was What's weighing around like one eighty. I can see what yeah, he weighs. Sorry, one, yeah. One what, what did he like? Was it like one eighty? Dude, no, yeah. I thought I thought these numbers were like his openers, but I'm seeing like one seventy, one eighty. These are my you openers. Thought a, you thought that was an opener for him? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Hey man, you know, good for him. But so yeah, let's say one seventy, one eighty, maybe. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, it's not. It's like one ten, one oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big difference from 120 yeah. to yeah. 160, 170. What if Mike comes in weighing in at 120 yeah. kilos himself? You know what I mean? Mike might cut to 59 and sweet, like get Ooh, 130 points. 59? Yeah, Mike. You already <laughs> shredded beyond belief. Looking like a I mean, if bag of crap macaroni and Ray, cheese. If Ray Williams can cut to 120, why can't Mike cut to 59? <laughs> Ray Ray Williams cutting to 120 would be the equivalent of an athlete. Like the weight differential would be somebody competing. Whereas if Michael uh, cuts down to 59, that'd be like him just taking a massive dump in the morning. Like this, like Ray Williams can't dump out a a lightweight athlete. 60 keys. Yeah, 60 (laughs) keys. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get let's let's get back on track then. I'm 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 really now I'm kind of curious about this placement. This one this first through fifth placement. Okay, let's with, let's go over it then. Let's go over yeah. who are the like the top um the top placers. Who, yeah, who do, who do you I'm, think I'm curious, the most yeah. All right. I want to know okay, y'all's top here five. Go, here we yeah. go. All right. So in no particular order, who do you think, Doug? I I think 
I think three is gonna come out or top three. It's gonna be Ashton. It's gonna be um. It's gonna be Wilson. And it's gonna be Say. Those. Mm-hmm. That's my top three prediction. Okay. And um, m- maybe maybe Bob, if one of them have like a bad bad day, like mm-hmm, he can mm-hmm. he'll 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 scoop up have a like bad a day. Third. My yeah. boy. I think you're looking over a lot of people, actually. I think you're okay, looking well, who, over... You tell yeah, us, yeah, yeah. who tell are yours? Tell me, tell me. Tell yes. us who we're missing. So, for sure, I think Ashton is probably like most likely going to be... I mean, he has the highest chance of placing first. Uh, second, I think there is... I mean, there is a bunch of people. There is, like, Michael. There is... I think all the craftsmen... Craftsman, craftsman's boys You're right. You're are like okay? up there. I'm sorry, my bad. I was doing my air. I was doing my my song intro. Yeah, that was that's the that's the new CMB intro. God damn, we're mean. All right, go. Ahead. Yeah, keep going. Um, I forgot my. You said no, all of Marcellus' boys? Marcellus' boys. Yeah. Um, so you have Ashton first. I think Mike, um, Brandon, Brandon Petrie. Petrie. And oh, Bob. Petrie, yeah. yeah, Bob is, is up there. And he took, he yeah. took you, you didn't say Wilson. Did you say Wilson? Well, I don't think we'll, uh mm. No, I think Wilson is... He's copywritten. Like, I think he might be... Actually, actually, also Angelo. Angelo is close. I'll, yeah, Angelo. I, I was torn between Angelo and Jake. And you have Jake, also we have Perkins. I mean, that's Perkins. what I was just. Yeah, Austin Perkins. I mean, he. There's a Austin bunch of Perkins. This is going to be a pretty interesting meet. I think everybody has to come. Well, I'll let you finish, and Austin, I'll go into mine. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk. And also, we have Daniel Clements. So honestly, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Daniel Clements actually. Daniel Clements seems uh, like his training has been going super well. So I'll give second to Clements. Third, Ooh. third between. I think he's Mike. gonna pull something nutty. Yeah, I think he'll. <laughs> he can. Well, he has a big pull, so he has a chance to pull for placing. Yeah. Um. So I'd give third, like third with between Mike. Uh, Bob and Petrie. I think it's pronounced Bubba. No. No. Anime boys out there. Mike, who who are your top five? Top five. Um, yeah, top five. Who's walking away with them checks? So it's tough because I first I I would say you know Ashton has the best chance of of placing first. <laughs> I have to put myself second, you know. Okay. Um, okay. Third, third. I want to say it'll be between like Austin and Petrie, and also Bob. Like any of those three could be interchangeable between like third and fifth. Okay. Can and I, then can al- I go? and then also and then also you have Jamar too. I mean, Jamar, you know, not having to cut into this meat. Having the potential to squat eight hundred, like he's he's gonna be right in the mix too. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Can, okay, can I go? Yes. Can I go? Because I got my. Go can yeah. I go? Because I got. I'm gonna say yeah, first. Go I'm gonna say first. Can I say first? Michael, Michael, Michael C. On a good day, he wakes up in the morning, takes a big dump, and y'all may be laughing at me. Oh, Abe, he's making a joke. I'm not. I'm dead serious. Michael's gonna get first. 
that's my roster. I love you, Abe. Um, you, I love. I look, everybody, stop right now. I know you're driving to the gym. Listener, I'm talking to you. I know you're driving to the gym right now, and you're like, oh, I don't. I'm not going to be able to finish this episode. Listen to me as I talk to you in third person. This is real life right now. I love Michael C. Um, back to my back to my roster. So Michael first, Ashton maybe second. Maybe he maybe he misses his third attempt on squat. Whatever. Um, the rest I don't I don't care. Uh, David Wilson, Bob, and uh, Christina Paracci. Paracci? Paracci? We're gonna get canceled. No, no, no. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, no. Let me let me redo that list. Let me redo the list. First is Michael, obviously. Mm-hmm. Second is Charles Okapoko. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, <laughs> then Ashton, because then Ashton. I'm Ashton going in order of the people that I like. We're throwing we're throwing IPF points out of the window. Yeah, I think uh, it's I'm all gonna know who you like. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just gonna go. Be, I, mean, I don't. You know, these, it's a toss up. You know who has the, who has the best meat. I hope Michael has the best meat. If I'm speculating about numbers, I hope Michael walks away with that fat ten G's and uh, you know all that all that other stuff that comes with it. But yeah, I really do. I really do. I'm gonna have to redo mine then. Nope. Because I didn't. Nope. No. Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect. Um, Clements to be his points to be, I mean as they're not low there. obviously, but they're not. Yeah. I didn't expect them to be low compared to everyone else. I thought they're going to be a little bit higher. Yeah, no, I mean, I, look, I, I really do think that it comes down to who has the best meat at this, like at this showing, because I feel like everybody is so close, like across the board. Um, so w- I think when we when we give our top five, we're giving it in the perspective of who's likely to have like a good meat. And I'm going to be honest with you, Michael. Like, I'm really curious about getting to, you know, how you, how you feel about this going for, how this, how you feel going into this meet? Because I mean, like, I mean, I love you, man, but you haven't, you don't have the best showing at meets. I'm yeah. just curious. I'm curious why you think that is, or you can, t- you call me out on my, on my BS and say, Abe, that's not true. And this is why. Abe, it's not true because <laughs> those, those reds, those are all lies. Honestly, oh. we got to talk to the yeah. the USAPL commissioner, who, or is it a commissioner or president, whatever it is? They're like, hey man, you got to re- erase, erase those reds and make them greens, dog. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, but yeah, what do you, what right do you think about that? What do you think about like, or how do you? I guess how do you describe your your own performance at meets? Yeah. So um, so for me, you know, it's it's not that I've you know, never had a good performance. It's been a couple of years, but, you know, as we all know, my last few meets, they've all had like different circumstances to where I end up not performing the best that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we can say whatever about, you know, this equipment or this injury or whatever, but at the end of the day, I just, I didn't execute the way that I could at those meets. But the reason why I feel this like this one is different is just because of all of the things that I've learned, like from all those different meets and being able to put it all together and just knowing like what's on the line for this one and knowing, you know, who I'm competing against. I'm going to have to make as many attempts as I can. I'm going to have to go in with a plan, you know, mm-hmm. along with Marcellus that that we know, you know, works for me. 
I can't just go in and, and, you know, just throw numbers on the board. I'm going to have to be smarter with everything. I just feel a lot better about that now. And also just, you know, knowing how much stronger I am now, especially like with my, my squat as well as my bench, both of those, um, you know, I've never had issues with my squat per se in meat, but it's like just uh, feeling more confident in terms of, you know, being able to hit depth, being able to squat, you know, whatever I need to squat. And then with the bench, like I've been hitting over, you know, 190 for the past like two and a half, three months. And that's when I'm at that point where I'm consistently hitting that, mm-hmm. like no matter the day like multiple times a week, that's when I'm like, okay, my bench is starting to get back in the groove. And that that's kind of how I was like when my bench was at its strongest, I was hitting, you know, 190, 195, 200 pretty much every week of prep. And that's how it's been right now. So I just, I just feel a lot better overall. That's what I think you're going to get first. See these, these guys, these guys are chumps. Cause they said you're going to be second. I think you're going to get first. I appreciate that. See, you see how quiet they got when I said that? <laughs> Who do you think is your your biggest competition kind of going into this meet? Like, who are you looking out for? My biggest competition? Yeah. Um, So, like, the obvious answer would be Ashton. Because, I mean, we all know that if he shows up at his strongest, he's probably going to win. But I would have to say probably Austin Perkins, just because I think I'm a lot closer to him in terms of you know, who could possibly get that second spot or even mm-hmm. the first spot if something happens. So I'd have to say that he he's probably my biggest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Austin has been, I think, like, I mean, he always talks about him, him being underrated. I did kind of look over his name. Then I saw it like last minute. I was like, oh, wait, like Austin has like 118 points or something crazy. Um, but yeah, I think it seems like it seems pretty close between you and uh, and, and Austin, how do you think Brandon will will place if he actually hits the numbers he's been hitting in training? Um, honestly, I think he has just as much of a chance as anybody as getting in into the top three. I mean, there's there's a, a few of us that really, if this person has their day and this person doesn't, then then the other person moves into the top three like that's that's why it's so hard to really place everybody yeah because i know brandon he recently squatted 700 he deadlifted 800 and i don't know how his bench is going like i know he has a massive bench but i haven't seen any i haven't seen much of his bench training so i'm not sure how how that's going yeah i'm 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 not too sure about his bench either but i i would have to assume that you know it's it's going um, at least as well as it's gone in the past. Um, and then, like you said, his squats and pulls have been crazy. Like, he just he just pulled 800, what, like a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, actually, I think, like, if he totals something like 885 at 95, that would give him close, like, I'll give him, like, 114, which is, uh, I think it's still not... I don't think it's, it's good it's, enough for second. I don't think you'll. I think for second you'll need one fifteen plus one fifteen yeah. plus for sure. Yeah, and if you can, yeah. like, I think most likely. Yeah. yeah, it seems like Austin and Michael have like the bit like the highest chance 
for like 115 plus. Yeah. yeah this is going to be interesting. Showing. And I know like, yeah, what, what about Bob? Like I know Bob's training has been going also like very good. Uh, I'm not sure how, how heavy he is right now. And I know like, I don't I know, know his, his from, from his training, like, from his like competitive history. Um, he had he he doesn't he's not as as consistent, um. So I'm not. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, I don't think he's competed very much either. Like I think, I, I mean, I, I think he's only done like a handful of meets in comparison to somebody like Mike. Yeah. yeah what do so, you think, Bob? Like uh, Bob will be projected to hit. Um. See, I'm kind of like you, where I, I'm. I can't really predict. Like I, I mean, he's he's been looking strong across the board, and. I do know that he's eating into it because he like he's moving up a weight class. I don't think he's filled out the hundreds or whatever it would be, mm-hmm. but I would just guesstimate that maybe he's walk- walking in at like ninety five or something like that, ninety four, ninety five, maybe. But he couldn't and do that for this meet, though, right? Do what? He couldn't come in at a ninety five. He'd have to cut. No, he doesn't have uh, to make a weight class. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah you don't yeah, have to make yeah, a weight no. class. Yeah, we don't have to make a specific weight class. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so it'll, it'll be close between him and Brandon. I think that, I mean, that, that, that kind of wraps it up for the, like, the placings. I just wanted to talk about your, how did your training change from um, oh, yeah. nationals to now? Yeah. Give us a secret stuff. So like, I know Come leading on, up yeah. to nationals, you were dealing with a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah get we're dealing with it. a lot of stuff. Mm, yeah. So before before nationals, how how was your training going before nationals? Uh, b- before nationals, it was going great. I mean, I, I thought that I had a good chance of winning. Um, that w- that was before like Taylor did what he did, <laughs> and that's not to say that I wasn't strong or that nobody else was strong. It just he it, it was like a such a historic performance that nobody has gotten close to in terms of seventy fours or just in general in terms of like IPF points. So before that. Just based on how how everything was going, I thought I had a really good chance of of winning the the second to last training block. I squatted. Actually, no, it was the third to last training block. at At the end of it, I squatted two ninety six hundred thirty nine pounds, and that moved at like a solid like seven and a half to eight. So after that, that gave me like all the confidence that I had. Um. And then, you know, things continue to go well going into the next block. And the plan at the end of this one was to squat 295. And, you know, I felt confident. I felt really good. I felt like it would have, you know, moved really well. But that that attempt at the 295 was actually when I injured myself. And then so from there, things kind of went downhill. But, uh, you know, I... I had considered dropping out of nationals after doing that because like it was, it was kind of lost. Like obviously you can do rehab, you can do things, but when you're three weeks out, there's only so much that you can do. Um, but I, you know, I, I finished the prep anyway, like I did what I could and I, I showed up, I still managed to place third. So I, I mean, I wasn't happy about like the total, the outcome, but like just being able to still show up and, hit third like i i wasn't too mad about that what was your mentality like once you once you got hurt squatting 295 like did you like wake up the next morning you were like 
damn, like I feel, like I feel depressed. <laughs> I don't want to train anymore. Or like, did yeah. you kind of just, did you just want to try to kind of get back into training? Like, how was your, what was your process um, in those last like three weeks leading up to nationals? Yeah. So for me, I'm always like, once I get down to the last, you know, three or four weeks, I'm, I, I don't care at that point. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to show up regardless of what happens. So I was, you know, I actually <laughs> woke up at like four in the morning, like in a lot of pain and and couldn't really hardly move around. So like I immediately like just got up and started um, like taking myself through different ranges of motion, flexion, extension, um, rotation, like just doing different stuff. And then from there, like I started you know, doing that every day, also like walking, um, just going on like 30 minute walks, just doing whatever I could to get consistent movement every day and like get over it as quickly as I could. But it, it was something that it was going to take longer than three weeks, obviously, to get back to 100 percent. And when you combine that with, you know, basically hitting your heaviest training of the whole prep and trying to, you know, peak and taper and all this different stuff. It just doesn't mix well. So like, despite doing everything that I could, it, it just wasn't enough, you know, to get back to where I was at that stage in prep. But, you know, I, I still, I did whatever I could at, at that point. So phys yeah, physically you were trying to do everything you could, but like the, the mental aspect of dealing with that setback, um, it's like it's probably like the hardest part. Like at least for most for most people, like it would be just waking up like a day after you squatted. Well, you squatted like probably like two eighty five or something for a last warm up. Then you had that uh, accident with a two ninety five. But then like you wake up the next morning, you're like damn, like I can't even squat two plates right now. Um, like how how did that feel? Like, and I'm like, how did it, how did that mentally? impact you did you kind of like feel like super disappointed or like you just kind of felt sad for like a day and you're like okay well it is what it is i'm just gonna move on oh, and do whatever, whatever i can do yeah yeah mentally it was it was tough at first like especially that day because i mean based on how one was removing i was like on that day like i knew that it was gonna happen and like the crazy thing about it is that i actually randomly that morning and and like my my theory is that this this played a big part of it happening on that specific day, but like I I woke up that morning and I had like a sharp like random ass like shoulder pain, I don't know where it came from, but like I couldn't fully brace because of that because like it hurt to like breathe and this was something that I've never had before so I don't I guess I don't know if it was a sign that day or whatever but I ignored it and I just. I warmed up through it. Warm-ups were, were moving well, like moving like they should have. So I went for the 295, and and it happened like during that, like immediately out of the hole. But, yeah, just mentally, you know, dealing with that and knowing where I was beforehand and then coming in the next session and having to, like, cut squat short, um, you know, dealing with the pain that I was dealing with and then trying to convince myself like for those few weeks that it wasn't a big deal, that was fine. I'd still, you know, show up and, and do my thing. 
even though I knew that realistically, like it, it was probably over. <laughs> um, and so, like some people might say that, oh, you still, you know, you still showed up, you still got third, and like that's cool. But it's like relative to what I'm capable of. I had a terrible meet. Like I totaled well, like seven thirty-seven and a half, and my best total was seven seventy-five. Um, I didn't hit like anywhere near my best on anything except for bench. So yeah, it was like it was a lot to deal with mentally at that time. But like at the end of the day, like I said, I just did what I could and and just got through nationals and then just dealt with it afterwards. Did you have like any days that you wanted to skip training or oh, you yeah. just showed up every day? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of days I did, but um, I mean, just being that close and, and wanting to at least, you know, show up and do something and just finish the prep up, I still like just, just trained through it trained around it, did whatever I could to just keep training. Do you think if you pulled out out of the meet, um, would you would you have done everything the same? Like, do you think you would have uh, done all these sessions, you, know, you wouldn't have skipped anything? Or would you, like, if you pulled out of the meet, you think you would have, like, took a step back, kind of maybe took, like, a week off or something? Yeah, if I if I pulled out, I think I probably would have taken a little bit of time off and and I, I think pulling out probably would have been the smarter option long term, um, like just getting on, you know, rehabbing that as soon as possible. But like the competitor in me didn't want to do that. I wanted to just finish prep and, you know, just do what I could regardless and just worry about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. So after after Nationals, what was your plan going forward? Uh, so the plan forward was to basically just start from scratch, like like not obviously not completely from scratch, but just starting over in terms of of my specifically my squat technique because that's that's where I got hurt. Um, I made a couple of changes to it to to my my grip, um, my bar position on my back. I moved back to heels. Um, and also just the lows that I was lifting. Like I, we started out really, really conservative and like we, we kept this approach really through this whole prep, but basically starting week one, um, very conservative all the way across the board and really just focusing on pushing the top sets, um, especially on the primary days and, you know, keeping everything else very sub max, um, very conservative, which, I mean, it's nothing crazy, nothing revolutionary, but it's what's worked really well. Um, and then for those, for those first, at least for the first two weeks, keeping things very, very scaled back on pretty much every day and then pushing, you know, the third and fourth weeks, especially the fourth week. Gotcha. So first week back into training after nationals, did you feel, like demotivated to train or did you want to kind of get back into it as soon as possible and get back to where you were? Uh, so what I did after I competed is I drank every day in Florida. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you, mean, you mean water, right? You mean like aquafina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. H2O. Yeah. No, but really you yeah. drank every day. Like, I mean, not to make a joke of it, but like you were drinking to like ease the pain or were you just drinking to have fun or what? No, it was it was just to have fun. It wasn't oh, okay, like okay. any type of 
Yeah, because I mean, I I hard drive to wherever you were right now and and have a sit down (laughs) with you. No, no, I I I really drink, so I was like, you know, I might as well just you know chill out, have fun, don't get too caught up on what happened. Yeah. Um, and then so yeah, I did that, and then you know, as you guys know, Jasmine won, so that that helped ease ease the pain a little bit too, because that really that was my main focus, just making sure that she you know she had her day. So we did that. When I got back, I took I didn't take a week off from training completely, but I just kind of freestyled that week, just kind of went in and did whatever, got a feel for things. I squatted like that. I came back like that Sunday, I think, and I, I squatted again that Wednesday, and it was horrible. It was like I did like three – triples with 375 and and it was really painful so I, I just did that and you know did a couple other little things and, and I, I continued with like the walking and the and the movements every day uh through this whole thing that 30 minute walk idea sounds really good like clear your head but also stay active like get, give an opportunity for you to like think and and really i don't know i mean did you on those 30 minute walks did you ever find yourself like having epiphanies or, or was, I mean, maybe I'm <laughs> looking too much into it. Yeah, honestly, it, it wasn't really like, I, I don't want to say there wasn't any much thought into it because I, I was doing it with intention, but I, I never had, you know, like an epiphany or, or anything like crazy. I was just, I was just doing it because like, that's, that's one of the things that like, is just really good basically for your spine. Just, consistently going on, on walks like that mm-hmm. that's why honestly i think that's why you have a good opportunity of coming into this meet and and really killing it with a lot of the experience you've had in the past uh kind of the adversity you'd faced in previous in previous meets and how you bounce back from it i feel like you've just and then the fact you haven't competed in a few years or not a few years i guess was it was national june. june this year yeah <laughs> It feels like COVID time just makes everything feels like so long, but um, I don't know. I just feel like you've, I feel like coming into this meet, you have learned all you have from your previous experiences and that you're now able to kind of put them into, into practice on the platform. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, And I, I think that had I gone into nationals healthy, I would have been able to display that a little bit more too there. But it's like just the conditions that I was in, like I was, I mean, I was competing fucking hurt. I was, I was under, I had taken, I don't remember how much a leave I had taken, but I had taken a shit ton and I still was in pain. <laughs> so, um, and the way that we did my attempts, it was based on the assumption that I probably only would be able to get one or two of them. <laughs> so yeah, so this so, time around, you're you're feeling more in tune with your prep and definitely a lot more healthy. So you you feel like you have more of a fighting chance to put up that 800 kilo total. Oh, most definitely. And go at least stay for nine. Yeah. yeah it's just it's one of the most interesting things about like about you, Mike, is like how it seems like you're resilient that you would you've gone through I don't know how many injuries before, and like you always. Like you never quit, you always come back. And it's like that's why I was like asking all these questions, like how do you kinda of deal with this stuff and like how do you 
how do you manage to stay in a good mental space that you're coming back and doing productive work and you're not getting so caught up with like with your best numbers and like where you were before to move forward and it's um it, like do, do you have like a certain process whenever you kind of go through like a bad session or like a bad block or you get hurt or did or do you just kind of take it day by day uh yeah so so for me um you know i i won't pretend like oh, i don't i don't care about the numbers or this and that i i absolutely do care and like especially during the time after nationals where i was trying to come back it was it was hard during that time trying to hold myself back and also well I, well i didn't really have a choice because you know i, I wasn't anywhere near uh, my best at the time so having to my first official day back on training hit you know 207 and a half for a top set when typically for that type of work i'd hit you know 230 235 for a pause set of five um that was hard at first and then just realizing you know how how bad things were feeling just overall um and like all the little things that i was having to do i mean i i literally had to pull hook grip like three weeks out because i couldn't break the floor with mix because most of the pain was coming from my left side so i so i literally pulled hook just so i could deadlift so like having to do little things like that, it was, I mean, it was tough for sure. But like what I like to think of is that, you know, it, it could be a lot worse at the end of the day. I'm putting myself through all of this. No one's like forcing me to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's there's a lot worse out there. So at the end of the day, just work with what I have. Just Just keep just keep working, just keep training, just enjoy the process for what it is. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, I still, I enjoy what, what I'm doing um, through the good and the bad. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it in the first place. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I think that what, this is like a good trait for elite lifters to have. Like if you want to be competitive, like you mm -hmm. can't, gets to uh, you get, you can't get too caught up in emotions um you just kind of have to be a little bit more objective like mike like knowing like okay this session wasn't as good because of this this is that and like this session you see progress like you see yourself doing like one percent two percent better like a week later and you take that as a positive versus looking at oh i was i was at i was at 700 plus kilos like five months ago and now i'm like at 500. Um, so like, I like like that your perspective is always kind of looking at the positive and it's obviously it's been working for you. You've, you came back from being hurt, like not even six months ago. And now you feel like the strongest you've ever felt. Yeah. You sound super confident too. Sounds like, like the, this, this him bouncing back from it, like puts him into a position where he's stronger than he's ever been. And I think in talking to some of the other um, kind of like, pro even though mike is technically the first pro powerlifter we've had on the uh on the show uh by classification uh in terms of that trait that top level athletes carry it's that they don't they don't just wait for like perfection in terms of like a perfect scenario or like a perfect 
outcome. They kind of work with what they have. They improve where they can, and they they try to put it all together on a platform on come meet day, as opposed to people getting discouraged or feeling like if a training session isn't going well, then that's just an indication for the whole prep, and they just kind of get in their heads. I kind of like that, Mike, it doesn't sound like you really, you know, focus too much on like overthinking things and you're really, you're, you really just like execute where you need to execute. And it's really almost kind of like mechanical in a certain way. Yeah. And, and like, there's still times, don't get me wrong. There's still times where, where I might, you know, overanalyze, overthink something, especially if like after a big session, you know, I'll, I'll go through, I'll look at videos, I'll look at my stance, I'll look at my grip, I'll look at all these little things. Um, or if it's a bad session, that might even more be the case. Yeah. But that, that's where having like Marcellus in my corner comes in so that when I am in my head a little bit too much about something, he can, you know, kind of tell me to relax. Um, you know, everything is good. Everything is, is how it needs to be, which that's, that's why I think that, like, regardless of who you are, um, like, what level you're at, it's all, it's always good to have someone like that in your corner. Not necessarily a coach, but someone, you know, in your corner. What do you want to tell your future self on Saturday? What do you want to keep in mind? What do you want to make sure you remember? This message is from you right now. This is Tuesday, December uh, November 30th, by the way. What do you want Michael on Saturday, December 4th to know? Um, I want him to know that regardless of, you know, how things turn out, like, I, like obviously, ideally, the best outcome would be in that top three, ideally first or second. But regardless of the outcome, um, I know that I've put everything into this prep, everything into, you know, get getting back to 100% and just making sure that I'm able to show up and compete pretty much with the best of the best in the country and arguably the world. So uh, regardless of where you place, um, I mean, just, just keep that in mind and know that, you know, your future as a now a professional powerlifter is is right. <laughs> well said. Yeah, really well yeah. said. Also, yeah. Yeah. future Mike, make sure to bring a large wallet for that large check to put into that large wallet. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yes. funny because it's funny I, I thought you were going to say make sure to bring like 10 pairs of underwear. You're going you, oh, you to on... say it. You gonna shit yourself? I thought you were gonna what? <laughs> I probably. thought you're gonna say bring the waves. Bring the waves. <laughs> yeah. I probably will. Leave. Oh. So how many times do you shit yourself a meet on average? On average, probably. Yeah. About, you're gonna think you're gonna think I'm exaggerating. Probably like six times, six or seven. Are you times. okay? Are you alright? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Are you okay, uh, man? Last nice note. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. How yeah. does Anas know that you shit yourself? Is he there? No, because I guess it's the same thing. He wipes him. <laughs> Anas, do you shit yourself too? Is this I, the I male equivalent of like when female powerlifters pee themselves 
during a lift? I, I I remember he told me that at Metro, and I thought he was joking, and he disappeared for like half an hour. What? I was like, oh man, maybe he's not joking. Yeah, maybe you gotta <laughs> stop shitting yourself. What? I'm sorry, but hey, ah man, tw- 20, 2018 Nets. I literally shit myself during all three of my squats. Oh, no. See, like oh, no. that's the thing. You keep you saying all that. Of them? Hold on. Did, yeah. did you get all three of them? I missed the third one. Oh, you missed the third one. Oh man. I think I think by then the the because I I couldn't change in between because we didn't have time. So I might. The weight was weighing you down. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> you like nah. you walk up to the spotter behind you and you're like I'm I'm sorry, buddy. Like no <laughs> no please no. <laughs> what are we talking about, guys? What's going on? I think last hey. year I my at my meet last year. I shit myself, not even warming up. I was I was refeeding and I just coughed and I shit myself. Hey, you hey Bob, you you guys go ahead. Anything else you want to talk about shitting yourself? Y'all go ahead, man. The floor is then, then I proceeded to shit my hold on, then I proceeded to shit myself whenever you warm up for squats. I'm pretty sure you did that at the Arnold too. That one year. At the Arnold, yeah. My last warm up, my last warm up squat. I know my Marcellus and uh, and Michael were helping me out. And like I just hit the hole, and I just like shit myself immediately after. I just go up. I go up. Like it would move super slow. Marcellus and, and Michael look at me. They're like, "You good, man? Like, hey, do you want us to change your opener? Like, what are you?" <laughs> no, I want you to change my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told Michael I shit myself. He like he understood. He's like, "Yeah, no, he good. He good. You, you can even yeah, bump yeah, up." Yeah, he's, he's already. Let's read the opener a little bit. Must be like an elite level tactic. Yeah, I don't see. I'm not a pro. That's the thing. Oh, that's what it is. I'm not a pro. I don't. I don't get it. That's the thing. That's the problem. Um, You know, you're having a good day when you shoot yourself on every squat. (laughs) You want to you want to wrap up the episode, dog? Because you on a roll with this shitting yourself thing. I love it. You go ahead. Let me. Hey, now tell people where they can follow us, dog. Come on. Uh, they can follow us on Chalk My Back, uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcast, right? Yeah, there you go. When, yeah, when can they listen to us? They well, can listen to us every day. Every day. Or, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah, whenever you want. New episode every Tuesday. Wherever you listen to podcasts. What is, what is Michael's Instagram on us? Oh, I don't, I don't know his, I don't know his Instagram. Oh, what is your oh, Instagram? You don't know my Instagram? <laughs> Whoa! You, you guys wow. shit pants together in the warm-up room, but you don't know his Instagram? Oh, drama. Wow. <laughs> we beefing. We beefing. What, what, hold on. What, what does your What does your Instagram handle stand for? Um, it's his initials. Is it M A? No, it's M A. What is M A for? The A is just my middle name, Anthony. Yeah, he has to put there me in go. his. Uh, he has to put me in his uh, Instagram bio because I'm gonna be mm-hmm. training with his dad for the next few few years. You're gonna you're gonna just show up uh, squatting 700 next year. Uh, in oh, about 12, 12 years, years, 13 years, yeah, yeah, 12 years. Yeah. Do I have You'll to shoot my pants though? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> the question, know, the question the isn't do you have to. The question is how many times do you have? How to? many times? Yeah. <laughs> How many times are you willing to soil yourself? I've never even farted during a squat. I don't know how you guys what? are so crazy. That's, that's a lie. What a I don't lie. Know. Don't stop. Well, because I, I, this stop. is the problem. Is a, Not the problem. This is the solution, rather. Maybe you guys aren't doing this right. I actually tend to squeeze my butthole when I when I squat. Are you guys letting it open, like, loose? Are you guys opening your butthole when you squat? Is that how you squat so much? 
I mean, there's just so much tension in there. Like you yeah. can't control. Like you know, yeah, what, there's like, tension, but no, 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 no. But that's the oh. thing. I can control it. It's my asshole. Like I can control it. It's mine. <laughs> hold on. No hey, one hey, else can. You remember that? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You remember that one time <laughs> you were spotting me on squats and I was doing tempo squats? Yeah, and I, I remember. Just, like, I woke up <laughs> and you were like, "Hey, sorry about that. I no. just had some beans and." <laughs> <laughs> I was doing tempo squats and I, and I just ripped like the meanest fart and like it you was just, behind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like you just hear and I'm just like what? No, it was loud. No, it was loud. I actually, no, I actually have a video from the Arnold last year, like the day after. We were just messing around at um the Pinnacle Performance, whatever it's called. But we were, I was like pulling on a deadlift bar and I got up to 675 and it like, it was quick off the floor, but I ripped my hand and farted at the same time <laughs> and, I, and I just lost it. <laughs> See, but no, but so and that's you the thing. Hear, so... You could hear it on the video. It was just like a, like a. But he, like, was your hand that the sound of your ass? hands ripping? Yeah. <laughs> was that the sound of your hand ripping? <laughs> your asshole ripping. That's that's what he tells <laughs> people. A little bit of both. No, but, yeah, but, but so I guess y'all y'all keep y'all's assholes open up when you squat and deadlift, right? Mine mine stays closed. I mean, whatever happens happens. You know, when you're pushing with that much force, sometimes it just opens up real quick it lets one out and then <laughs> just, you know, it closes just real back quick up. like a like a like yeah, a blink, it only, like it always takes blinking. a split second <laughs> yeah yeah but you always have something behind your asshole like you always have something in there like so when it opens up real quick it's like, you're either always holding in like some poop or you're always holding in a fart like always like 24 7 oh yeah yeah 100 yeah, okay especially when you when you're competing like you're eating. I like, I oh know, so yeah! Hold on, after, after you refeed, yeah. Oh, after you refeed, like yeah. Yeah, you're you're trying to you're trying to hydrate, and the water ends up coming out of your ass. I'm glad that this is at That's... the end of the episode, and I'm glad this is after. Like this is gonna stay in all this, but staying in. Bro, but it's... My, Michael knows exactly what I mean because, like, whenever I was shitting myself that one time at that meet, it was just all water. Like it wasn't what? even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. It was just, yeah, just a little, just a little dirty shit. water. That's it. Yeah, man. What? <laughs> this has this never fault, happened Mike. to you, Abe. Never. It's no. like, hey, no. this, it's like Fort Worth tap water. Yeah, <laughs> like oh. the Trinity River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, like Metroflex. Uh, <laughs> no, they got good. They got good. Ooh, no, it's they not that bad. It's not that. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the next level. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm that's surprised. you shitting yourself. Yeah. I'm surprised you've never had to change your underwear mid meet, Abe. Like only I find time, that really hard to believe. Only time I've yeah, had to change shocking. my underwear is when I've I've ripped my short. No, 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 hold, no. It's not shocking. You guys don't <laughs> don't point me out to be the odd one out here by me not shitting my pants. Don't make me feel bad. I mean, all all three of us have shit my, our yeah, pants. Right. That doesn't Squatting make it thing. okay though. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, as long as you get the lift, y'all. Look, no do shame. What you look, do. I don't want to shame y'all and say like, "Oh, feel bad." No, but don't shame me for not shitting no, my we're pants. Sh- we're shaming you. No, we're shaming you for not shitting yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. So, Abe, if if you did end up in a situation where you where you shit yourself while you're squatting, would you finish it or or would you just dump it? Uh, damn. Honestly, no, pun, no pun intended. Would, like, you, would you dump it? I've already dumped it. It's already been dumped. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, hold this for me real quick. And I just reach in my tingling and give it to the back spotter. And then I just 
continue my lift as normal. No, I think if I, <laughs> it depends. It is, is it on the way down or on the way up? Because uh, if it's on the way up. down, oh, on the way up, that's just a little rocket fuel. It'd be like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, that'd be me on the way up. Ninety yeah, percent of the not, time, it's not a solid shit. Like it's like it's water. Like you feel it. Like it's water down your leg. But that's all. But why is it water? Why though? Wait, what? <laughs> it's dripping <laughs> down my leg. Yeah, that's why they discontinued are, are you, those that, black that, and white singlets. That's, nice that's why SBD. That's why SBD doesn't make the black and white no more because of y'all. <laughs> it could be. I remember the first, I, I, the first time I, I, I saw actually, somebody wearing a black and white singlet. It was Josh, and I could see his underwear, and I'm just glad he was wearing it. <laughs> It, the, the time the time I shitted myself in that shows I was actually wearing the black and white singlet. That's funny. You're the, yeah, you're the reason they don't make. That's why they had to make the eclipse and all these dark ass storm. That's why they. That's why they call it storm because it's storm in your pants. Can you say that because you're sponsored? You can, I can say it. I'm not sponsored. Hey, hey wait, hold on, real quick. I know this is like the end of the episode, anyways. And if someone's listening, if they're listening this far, you know they deserve to hear this. Are y'all are y'all uh, psyched about the new color combination of SPD? They got what was it? Dark blue and and uh, green. That's yeah, like navy dark blue, something like that. Yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. I, I, they they did it, man. They did it. <laughs> what did they do? Boy, they went crazy <laughs> with this one. But I tell you what, <laughs> I, mean, well, I didn't think they were gonna do it. But they did Mike, it. Mike, man. Mike, is, Mike is not saying anything. He can't, say anything. <laughs> he can't say nothing. When are they gonna make durags though? That's what I want to know. Hey, that's what oh, he was I, I've, been to, I've been trying to get them to make them. They won't make them. A neoprene durag? You could get uh, waves in half the time. I'm telling you, said, they won't do said, it. <laughs> we should. Uh, we should make you should a clothing brand. You. Oh yeah, email. I'm not gonna email. <laughs> we should make our own clothing brand that makes uh, crop tops for men, do rags, as well as what do what do girls wear? I don't even know what girls wear. Tights. Well, guys wear tights too. We should sure. make all this. Yeah. We, there's, there's. I'm saying there's a there's a there's a market that's being left untapped in the fitness industry that we can we can tap it, it with the apparel. Do a rip on the Gymshark singlet that had a zipper for your chichis. Yeah. Hey, Michael, you remember that Gymshark SPD singlet? Not SPD. Uh, that Gymshark singlet that had a, uh, a zipper in the front? Uh, I think so, yeah. You think? You can say no. So if you don't remember, it's okay. You don't have to say yeah. No, I, I, I remember <laughs> a Gymshark singlet, but I don't remember specifically how it looks. Josh will send you the link for it. Uh, Tim Tababadu uh, made a review. Tim Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I just thought SPD when they came out with that new color combination. I was like, oh boy, they're changing the game with this one. Tell us how you actually feel. Yeah, we we know how you feel, Abe. All right. Okay. Uh yeah, listen to us every Tuesday wherever listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael's Instagram is uh, M A C, but it's not M A C like Mac. It's M it as in Mary, A as in Alpha, S as in Sally, E as in Echo, A as in Alpha, Y J R, M A C M A C Junior. You know, at one point, I thought about changing my name to Deltnificent since Christian, um, <laughs> since he's chestnificent, <laughs> and he says that I have the delts. 
We'll we'll put a poll up on our thing. People will vote on it. Can you ask people if they've been shitting their pants too, Josh? Please. (laughs) You're gonna you're gonna lose that one. I'm I'm telling you. No, no, don't. I'm not winning or losing. Y'all losing, but I'm (laughs) just like I'd I'd like to think that most of the community has shit their pants at some point. If you shit your pants this Saturday, can you can you tell me? Oh, I'm going to shit my pants. You said I'm. You plan on it. You want to make it happen. How many underwear are you gonna bring with you? How many underwear? Yes. 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 Exactly. He's stopping by Walmart to pick up a a fresh pair. That's why he needs to get that check. Probably will. Find underwear and cheap. (laughs) You said imagine imagine all the underwears I can buy with ten thousand dollars. Do you wash them? Do you wash them after you shit them, or do you just throw them away? Oh, you just throw them away. I throw them away. Got it. You better. And us. I want to ask yeah. you, but I'm afraid of the answer. Go ahead, go ahead. Man. Do you wash them? Do you save them? Take them back no. home? <laughs> no, okay. I definitely wait, wait, just. Should, throw should them. you, if you have like a really good meat, but you shit yourself, should you save them as like a reminder? Oh. Of that meat? If Maybe you should, I should watch them and you use could the probably, same underwear. You could probably sell good them luck. if you had like an OnlyFans. Who uh, wants my shit stained underwear? <laughs> hey, if you win that ten thousand, someone will pay for it. Someone will buy it, and you can make more money off that underwear than you do at the meet. Using right, ten thousand to get my website going, selling shit and underwear. My, there we go. You'll call it. You'll, you'll, you'll call it Michael. See these underwear. Ooh, that's a good one. Like. Michael, see yeah, me shit in this underwear. You, we could work on the name. Real quick, as as we wrap up, this is the closing music now. The closing music is happening, so don't worry. Uh, people rarely listen to this closing part. Are you gonna Are you gonna stay in the USA PL? Are you gonna join PLA? I'm staying USA PL. Nah, there we go. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get this. Uh, Gotta get this bed going.